going to open with prayer. Lord, thank you so much for these groups, for SPY, that are here to be your hands and feet. Lord, um, I ask your blessing upon me as I bring a word today. Um, There's so many things happening and so much fun going on, Lord. I just want to focus and bring your word and um, bless these ears as they hear it, Lord. We ask this in your name. Amen. So I'm going to read today from Matthew 5, verses 38 through 48. You have heard it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you that you must not oppose those who want to hurt you. If people slap you on your right cheek, you must turn the left cheek to them as well. When they wish to haul you to court and take your shirt, let them have your coat too. When they force you to go one mile, go with them too. Give to those who ask and don't refuse those who wish to borrow from you. You have heard it was said you must love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who harass you, so that you will be acting as children of your Father who is in heaven. He makes the sun rise on both the evil and the good and sends rain on both the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love only those who love you, what reward do you have? Don't even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing? Don't even the Gentiles do the same? Therefore, just as your heavenly Father is complete in showing love to everyone, so also you must be complete. The word of God for the people of God. Man, I got to tell you, when I was asked to preach today, I knew that I was going to talk about forgiveness because this is something that the Lord's been working on me for a while about. Um, I wrestle with that, man. I mean, that's, whew, that's, that's a lot. That's kind of heavy scripture right there. Um, if people slap you on the right cheek, you must turn the left cheek. Like, When they haul you to court, let them have your coat, too. And if they force you to go one mile, go with them, too. I don't know about you guys, but I don't really want to do that sometimes. You know? I'm going to let you know about something that I've been struggling with a little bit in my life. And that's forgiveness. Um, I like to be mad sometimes. You guys ever like to be mad? Like, somebody's done something to you, and you call up all your friends, and you're like, I cannot believe what she did to me. She, la, 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 and she treats me like, la, 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 and I am so mad. I'm mad. And I started thinking about, why hang on to that? And I think for me, it's because I'm right. I was right about the thing that I did. And you did it wrong. And now I'm mad because I'm right. And I deserve to be mad. Right? I mean, I deserve to be mad because I'm right. Wrong. That's not what the scripture is telling us. My husband, he's not here today. He's dealing with some children and baseball and all the things. Uh, He's, he, like, you guys that know Marty, that's like the real Marty. Like, he just wakes up every day. He's happy to be alive. He's just like, doo-doo-doo. Hey, hey, I'm happy. And sometimes he frustrates me because, you know, we're married. 
We've had 20 years of marital bliss, and sometimes that happens in a relationship. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe that he did the thing. I told him I was going to get the ink for the printer, and he got the ink for the printer, and I wasted all this time to get the ink for the printer. Oh, you're so frustrating, Marty. And he's like, I'm really sorry. I, I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm frustrated. But you know, when the tables are turned, and I say, I'm sorry, Marty, you know what he says to me? It's okay. Every single time. And I'm like, he's better at that than me. Because the more I think about this about myself, the more I think about the verse. Where is the verse? Pull that scripture back up, Tim, if you would. I left my phone over here. Okay, thank you, Anna. I really started thinking about this. God's working on me about this because I started thinking, what is it, if I'm going to go with them two miles, what is it that they're going through? What burden is that person carrying that would maybe make them treat me unjustly or hurt me or lie to me or do the things to me that has upset me so much? What are those burdens that that person is carrying because, you know, I feel like when you start to think about it with the love and the grace that our Father provides for us, you start to be able to see the other side of it because God, our Father, is constantly providing grace and forgiveness for us. And so when you look at that and you go, what is she carrying? What kind of burdens does she have that make her act out? and treat someone like that? Or maybe what kind of misunderstanding was there to make her do the thing that's made you so upset? You know, God intended us to love. I thought about this as I was writing this sermon, and this phrase came into my head. Forgiveness does not have a clause about being right. Forgiveness has nothing to do with being right. In the end of that scripture, <clears throat> the Bible tells us that if you love your enemies and pray for those who, you should love your enemies and pray for those who harass you so that you will be acting as children of your Father who is in heaven. And it also says, if you greet your brothers and sisters, wait, Verse 48, therefore, just as your heavenly Father is complete in showing love to everyone, so also you must be complete. So the thing that God's been working on me about <clears throat> is I've been hurt and betrayed kind of deeply by a couple of people, and I'm good at this. I go, I am done. I am done with that person. I am over them. I am done with the hurt. I'm done with the lies. I'm done, done, done. You guys ever watch The Big Bang Theory? You know when Sheldon goes across the hall and he goes, Penny, Penny. That's what God does to me sometimes at 4 a.m. And he's working on me about this relationship that I've walled off. And he's like, Dodie, you can't be done with my children. You can't wall them off and keep them at arm's length, even if they've hurt you. You can protect yourself and not be hurt anymore. But you can't be done to my children because you're all my children. What is it that that person needs from you? 
You know, all she really wants you to do is call her once in a while. Check in on her. You still have to show my children your love. And I'm walking around here, you know, being all self-righteous, like, I'm done, I'm this, I'm that. I'm a super Christian because I love everybody except for three people. Which is okay. It's only three people. I love everybody else. No. No child of mine, God says, you cannot only love everybody and not those three. So I start thinking about this, and I think, you know, I'm really good at loving people that I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you come in here, I love all y'all. I love all y'all. I love y'all, too. But y'all are going to come in here and help us for a week, and I love it. And then, even if I really get to know some of you, you're going to go home, and I might see you again next year. I don't really have to engage in relationship. Do you know what I mean? Like, God gives us each other to engage in relationship with. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's sticky and messy and ugly. And at the end of that, there's always God's grace and God's love to guide us and show us an example of how he wants us to be. Because I'm going to tell you what's happened to me. When I've walled myself off from these three people that I sort of love, it's changed my heart. It makes your heart hard. Like, it makes you not who God has intended you to be. It makes you mad. And God doesn't want us to be mad. God has designed us to love each other so fiercely that if one of us took the other one to court, I go on and give you my coat. That's what he said. He said, if, if you get slapped in one cheek, then turn the other cheek. That's how he's designed us to love. So after all my 4 a.m. conversations with the Lord, I started to try to reach out to one of the three people that's on my list. And I started saying, what do you have going on in your life? You want to get a cup of coffee? You want to come over and hang out for a little bit? Make no mistake, do not be harmed by toxic people. But because I have Jesus and I love him, I am protected. I know where my boundaries are. I can still reach out to her and be who God needs me to be to her without being emotionally damaged by her. Because I don't, I don't need to open myself up for that. But I need to love her. So that's what I've been dealing with. I'm working on it. I still like to be mad sometimes. But you know what? The last time that, uh, that I was mad, I kind of went back to my brain and I was like, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. It's love. And I know we talk about love so many times in church, but it's forgiveness and grace. And our Father loves us so much. And we are so fortunate. So let's do the same to our brothers and sisters. Amen.